This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking, the show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, editor-at-large in Mississippi Today. Well, July is Independent Retailer Month, so today we're going to be talking with Leslie Silver. She's the owner of the Attic Gallery. It's Mississippi's oldest independent art gallery. So we're going to welcome her just just a few minutes. But first, it's time to catch up with Michelle on the weekly roundup. Michelle, I hope you have built your arc and are ready to line up your animals because uh, some parts of Mississippi have received copious amounts of rain. I love that word copious. It just sounds fancy and everything. But it's so good to see you today. It's good to see you too. Hello, everyone. It is Monday. It may be raining, but it's a Monday start of a, another wonderful work week. If you're like me, you love coming to work and love what you do and love showing the world how great your state is. That's what we do here at MPB. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And our <laughs> boss is listening right now, too. Oh, no, she not loves because of that. No, that no, not just... because of that. It's actually what I do love to do love to show the world how great great Mississippi is and we have a great great guest today I found this little gym and I call her a little gym because she's such a little nice sweet lady and she has uh, a a art gallery that's actually the oldest art gallery in the state years coming up this October so I just I love it I can't wait to hear her story and how she obtained it how she started it and things like that so I'm so excited to share these stories with the world we have a great show today so I'm glad you're with us and uh, thank you for listening and also too speaking of promoting Mississippi I had the pleasure and the joy of being the celebrity Judge. Now, I do celebrity in air quotes, folks, if you're not watching. Well, you can't watch. But anyway, doing the celebrity things in quotes. But anyway, I had the joy of being a celebrity judge for the Miss Hospitality Contest in Hattiesburg at the Sanger Theater. Uh, Absolutely a fantastic event. I went down on Thursday and got to stay and got to meet with several folks from Hattiesburg and had a great gaggle of judges that I worked with. And we ended up picking... Jane Granberry, or actually she ended up just wowing us, and she was the winner. She's from Hattiesburg. Uh, She goes to Ole Miss, just absolutely talented. But folks, I got to tell you, there were 36 contestants, and I was impressed with every single one of them. They were all very sharp, and their job as Miss Hospitality is they will be the official ambassador for the state of Mississippi for the next year. And there's a lot of talk about brain drain in Mississippi right now. Everybody's so worried about people leaving and everything else or what the next generation is going to do. Folks, we're in good hands. I, I was so just wowed by some of the answers that we, we received. But the top five, and I'm going to go ahead and rattle those off. Jane Granberry from Hattiesburg won. We had Becca Childers was the, the first runner-up. She's from New Albany. She is an education major. She goes to Mississippi State University. Incredibly talented, a lot of poise. It was just fun talking with her and her parents after the the. the Competition was over, and we also had Cassidy Young from Pontotoc County, and then Landry Payne from Neshoba County, and Sarah Hederman from Ridgeland as well. All five of them were just, it was so hard to pick, to be honest with you. And I'd never judged a pageant before. I've done a lot of judging in my 25 years here in Mississippi, but I'd never judged a pageant. And I just really appreciate the the incredible um, help that I got from my judges. And I want to give a quick shout out to Marlo Dorsey, of course, down with uh, Visit Hattiesburg, who 
uh, was kind of our mom who kind of looked after us as we were trying to make sure that we made the best decision. But the thing about Miss 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 Hospitality is the fact that it, a lot of it's weighted on their speeches and their commercials for the communities. And so that really made it a lot of fun. It was just a great weekend. And um, I'm going to try to be able to get to get Jane and be able to interview her, too, because, I mean, like I said, she was incredibly sharp. Now, this was a great moment. This kind of tells you a little bit about her character, but kind of the spirit of the whole competition. So the very first uh, contestant came out, and I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I do apologize to her, but she ripped her dress right before the curtain was about to go up. I mean, this is like a big deal, right? So they really put a lot of effort into this. And Jane dropped to her knees down in her dress and hemmed up her dress for her. And she was able to come out and to compete. And so that was the kind of uh, spirit that you saw that whole time. And that just kind of gave me, I mean, we live in a really cynical world right now. So it was really, really nice to do that. But it was also nice to get down to Hattiesburg and get to visit with a lot of the folks there. Did get to meet with uh, the mayor, ran into Toby Barker on the stage and talked with him for a few minutes. Got a lot of good stuff going on. So all of my friends in Hattiesburg, I just want to say thank you for hosting and showing me a great time. So good stuff. But I'm really excited about our guest today. We have a really just a fun. She's in the studio. We have Leslie Silver. She owns the Attic Gallery. So we're going to talk a little bit about small business with her. But also I'm going to talk some art, too, just as a guy who kind of dabbles in it on the side a little bit. I enjoy that. So we're going to have fun, and we'll talk with her as well. Michelle, uh, did you do anything fun over the weekend? I counseled you patients. Worked. You worked. Mm-hmm. You worked. Mm-hmm. I counseled so, patients. You worked. Yeah, yes, yeah, yesterday I got home and uh, just kind of vegged. I didn't do too much okay. so oh and i want to um ms winter passed away the, oh. the former governor's wife oh. and she was 95 years old uh, i will be doing a piece of art to commemorate her life she not only was an incredible ambassador for the state as the first lady but also to her work with habitat humanity throughout the years has given a lot of people uh, not only a second chance but also a, a beautiful home too and so she was just a force and wonderful and they had an incredible marriage um, I had the honor of having dinner with them, and they just came tootling up in their early 90s, just not thinking anything about it. You know, they were just absolutely a class act. And a lot of people talked about the Carter's marriage, uh, Jimmy and Rosalind Carter's, but I would say the winner's marriage was right up there with them, too. And it was um, very sad that she passed and wanted to just go ahead and tip my hat to her. Yes, we've lost a lot of people. It's um, been a very tough couple of years. Yes, yes. And um, I just want to say again that, Mississippi, please, uh, if you're not vaccinated, stay masked up. If you are vaccinated, please be diligent. I say still wear your mask in certain areas um, around certain people you don't know because this uh, new variant is... Um, um, rampant and cases are getting higher so we want to still continue to social distance wash your hands do the same things you're doing to keep those numbers down let's continue to um, keep those numbers down so we will not have a huge spike and close the city down and the state down again. We don't want to no, do that. No, we definitely don't want School that. is about to start, and we want our children to be safe. Um, my daughter will be a senior coming up this year, so I know she's looking forward to a great senior year, and we do not want to go back to virtual learning. Well, definitely. Uh, Thomas Dobbs, state health officer, said that it's now 80% of all cases are of the Delta variant. It's up from about 12% about three weeks ago. This has really taken over and it's um, knocking out. If Say if you've had COVID before, it doesn't give you too much protection on that. The vaccine, on the other hand, does. And so if you get a chance, make sure you get that vaccine and take care of yourself. Like Michelle said, we definitely don't want to have to get back into the quarantine and mask business. And, you know, I'm not saying it's your choice for, you know, your vaccine, but look at this. If you don't want chicken pox, 
you get vaccine. I mean, yeah. think about it. It's for the greater good. I understand some people have some medical well, issues. If you do, if about you have it, issues, that's fine. But, but please, uh, if you're just on the fence about it and you're nervous, or just do your um, listen to what the doctors say and and do your own research. But please, for the greater good of the world, we don't want this thing to get larger and larger or bigger than it already is. Well, and also too, the virus keeps 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 changing and so forth. The more it's out there and the more it's in the wild and it's more changing, the more it, we get new variants, and we don't want the vaccine to. Not work. Anyway, exactly. Anyway, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we return, we're going to welcome our guest, Leslie Silver, owner of the Attic Gallery. So this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Contractor ever tell you of the price of something and it sounds so high you think eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101 podcast everywhere. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I'm the editor-at-large at Mississippi Today and also draw a few cartoons along the way. Hey, on October 6, 1971... Mike and Leslie Silver started what is now known as the Attic Art Gallery. It is Mississippi's oldest art gallery, and we have the pleasure of going inside their story today. So welcome to the show, Leslie Silver. Leslie, I have enjoyed talking to you so far, and um, thank you so much for making it over from Vicksburg over here to Jackson to talk a little bit today about uh, your labor of love for 50 years. Well, being here has opened up my eyes to see what we really have in Mississippi, and I'm just happy to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, we were talking a little bit about art and everything, and um, I have been by your gallery several times, and I've not been in it, and I am just suffering from incredible amounts of guilt. But the next time I'm in downtown Vicksburg, which I love, by the way, I mean, I've always kind of thought downtown Vicksburg was really cool. And it's, you know, in the 50 years you've been doing it, you've definitely seen uh, all kinds of shifts and changes and so forth a little bit, but I, I appreciate you being, so let's just start from the beginning. Um, are you from Vicksburg originally or where are you from? No, I, well, I was raised in Birmingham Okay. and I've been in Vicksburg since 1964. Wow. Okay. And, um, and I think I'm planted here. I yeah. Think, I think you're probably stuck. Yeah. Wow. What, what caused you to go from Vicksburg to Vic, I mean, from Birmingham to Vicksburg? Well, I think sometimes you go to college and you go there not to get married. Yeah. And what happened was I ended up getting married, but his, his main promise was I'd never live in Vicksburg. So I got married. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
And you never, and then you end up living in Vicksburg. Yeah, but he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Of course. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 So, so everything worked out. I mean, yeah. everything worked out in the long run. Yes. On that. So very good. We're all supposed. We're where we're supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. You know the whole you know bloom where you're planted thing, and you definitely have done that. Um, so, you were 64. So 1971 at this point. What caused you to decide to, to start have a gallery? Yeah. I mean. You know. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Um, well, you know, you're 50 years into this. You got yeah, time. Yeah, I, it's in front of me. Yeah. No, it never crossed my mind. My mother was an artist. Yeah. And she lived in New York, and she went to Pratt Arts Art wow. Institute, and um, and she even taught there. But uh, what happened was they eventually they moved to Birmingham, and which is a different take completely. From New York. It's From a little New different. York, Yeah, yes. I'll give you a brain freeze. Yes. And the interesting thing is they ended up not liking Birmingham, so they moved to Mississippi. But that was after I was gone. So, um, and the, what, the reason we got to, uh, excuse me, the reason we, when we go to places, we always look at art. Yeah. And we... Mike and I had to go to California to go to some big do, and we left our kids in Vicksburg, and we thought, well, we have to buy them a, a gift that people were leaving them with because it's not easy taking care of two little girls. So we um, we went into gallery after gallery after gallery, and we stopped in one, and it was in Los Angeles, and she looked at us because it was like we had written something on our forehead that says we don't belong here. And she gave us, um, she spent time with us, and she talked to us. And then she closed the doors, and it was 5 o'clock. And anyway, what eventually happened is that she said to my then-husband, she said, what do you do in Vicksburg? And he told her he had a bridal gift shop. And she said, well, in California, people don't give silver or sterling silver or fine china, they give art. So if you ever want, if you ever think about doing something different, I can provide you with it. Wow. And then we bought a little piece of art from her. We went back to Jackson, Mississippi. We're riding back. And he says, what, do, what if we gave her some money, if we sent her some money and she sent us some art, and then let's see what happens because we'd end up with art if, it did, if nothing happened. So on my daughter's birthday, and she was... Um, I think she was in 1970, was she six years old? I don't know. Um, but what happened was that I was having a party for um, her because it was her birthday. And, of course, because she was so young, there were mothers there. And the doorbell rang, and it couldn't be UPS because it hadn't been invented. So it was a postman, and he said, I've got a package. The women opened the package, and everyone bought something. And then I had a problem. You ran out of out of inventory. I ran out of inventory. The most expensive piece was forty dollars back then, and uh, and then we wrote her, and she sent us some more art, and she didn't realize what we were doing. But then we had too much art for our living room, and I had to look elsewhere. So I went downtown, and and over my husband's um, gift shop, there was some. Well, nobody had been up there in decades because it was dark and. It was steps, and there were no no lights anywhere. I decided that's where it should start, and I don't know what it meant, but yeah. it became, it grew more than I ever knew, and um, and then we stayed in that building for about twenty four years, and then 
we have moved down um, the street because it was time for me to vacate that area because it no longer belonged to anyone in the family. And and the most important thing we needed to do, I think, was to move the spirit of the attic. And we had some really uh, people who cared, and they didn't want us to move, but there was a, a Episcopal priest, David Christian. He said, I'll show you how to move the gallery. And we had an art parade on the summer solstice, and we moved the spirit of the gallery and went down three blocks and have been there ever since. So it's been about 25 years. So that's what, what I love about your story is that this was born. Number one, did you ever check the lady out in, in L.A. for wings or out in California for wings? Because that was like just a kind of a God moment that you ran into somebody who took interest in you. And, and, and I know from living in San Diego that people loved to invite you to parties to listen to you talk Southern. They they were always fascinated with, Oh, you're from the South. Say the word katsu, you know, that kind of thing. They they like that. But I mean, that friendship, I mean, just open up. How long did you? She did not realize that I opened a gallery and not until about four years ago when some young man who was taking a journalism class and he needed to do an article and he came to the gallery and he talked to me and he said now what how did this start and i told him there was a woman in la named cynthia komsky but i've never talked to her since 1971 okay and decades had passed and and um and i don't know if she's alive or not and the young man wrote an article and he came back in one day and he said i have a surprise for you and i said what and he said i have a telephone number he tracked her down and he um and he told her about me and then he gave me her telephone number and i called her she did not still have her gallery her husband had died oh. i said well how old are you because i thought she was older than life because she was so important and um anyway she's doing uh, art he's she's not doing art now she's doing theater now and um she was really taken that we had kept her alive in many ways. But, we, of course, we had taken it from original etchings now to southern art. Yeah. And, um, and I'm thinking of calling her. She's been, in my, she's been on my mind. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Wow, what a wonderful, what a wonderful story, too. And I, so you said the original artwork was etchings. And I was going to ask, what, was, what did you originally handle and carry, and then what do you carry today? Well, originally... She sent us, uh, what, 20 pieces of art, and so we started with that. Oh, wow. And they were all original prints, and what I found out is none of us knew what original prints were, so it was an education. Yeah. And I learned about aqua tint and mesotint and engravings, and, and then it was time to spread the word and let other people know. And the reaction that we got from people, they came, they walked up those 19 steps, and we only originally had light bulbs. But then we got fancy and got those Japanese paper lanterns and put around them. But um, after that, um, we went to more southern art. We found out that people in this area, people come to the south to see southern art. And people, and then in 1984, I found out about folk art or self, uh, self-taught self artists. And that was, I think, Bill Ferris introduced me there. Yeah. And that became a a big part of our business because these are artists who need a place to put their work. And so in 1984, Earl Simmons 
who lives in Vicksburg. We started carrying his work, and then it just expanded from there. We're talking with Leslie Silver. She has a 50-year-old art gallery called the Attic Gallery. And we're talking a little bit about a little bit about her gallery, of course, and then, of course, being a small business person in this crazy world that we live in today as well. And if you want to give us a call, you can do that 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Folk art is, is, is amazing. And, you know, of course, here in Mississippi, there are so many different artists to choose from. You know, what's fascinating to me and just seeing you as a small business person is it's not like you had, you know, a notebook and a binder with a business plan and you went into the bank and you got the loan and everything else. And you kind of learned as you went and you tried things and experimented, you threw things against the wall and they stuck or they didn't stick and you would try new things a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your education as a businesswoman. How did you, how did you get... I've never put those two words together, uh, businesswoman and me. What yeah. I just do, it's very organic. It's yeah. very, it's visceral. It's what I, what speaks to me. And when you said throw things against the wall, well, the walls are as important as the floors to me. And so I do have a lot of art on the floor. Yeah. And initially I thought, this is not what you're supposed to do, but um, supposed to do never entered into what we do. Right. So, um, and I remember once there was uh, the director of the Mississippi Museum of Art came over and he walked up those steps and I thought, oh my God, he's going to see what I do. And I walked out and I walked away and later he came out and he said, this is just like a French um, boutique or something. They put things on the floor, they put things on the walls. And um, so he, he didn't realize it, but he validated me. So you had a really good sense of what you needed to be doing. Well, I just think you surround yourself with art in and yeah. every level exactly um yeah and too of course i mean i i've always been in the business of art and kind of find it fascinating and so forth a little bit you, you talk about you have work on the walls and you have work on the floor how many pieces do you usually keep in the gallery at any given time well initially people say now how many artists do you have and i just decided it was a million a million yes yeah, so that we have okay. a million and over the years the millions have, uh, you know, we've been around so long. Some of them have died. So it's it's not quite a million now. Um, we have things still in drawers from the other place. We have, we can go back to and show work from 1972. And oh, we wow. still we still have artists who are in the gallery who initially were ni- from 1972, and we still carry their art. That's fascinating, too, because you can see their original art, and then you see their art today, and you see how they've grown over that period of time, too. And we've grown from it, too. Yeah, that's incredible. That's on that. Um, You've touched on what makes your gallery so unique. Uh, It sounds like you're just continuing finding new ways to try things and have fun and experiment. Well, I think we're here for a reason, and I think it's important. I never tell people that I'm not looking at art because I'm always looking at art. And, of course... There's a certain kind of art that resonates with us and um, and should be in the gallery. And uh, But I never want to discourage anyone from continuing their art, so I don't want to tell them, no, I don't like it, it's not good. We just try to change where they're walking and go to different galleries if it doesn't work. You know, us. over the 50 years you've been there, you've seen the world change quite a bit. You've seen Vicksburg change quite a bit. You've seen downtown change quite a bit. Um, talk about that a little bit on how you continue to draw people into the, no pun intended, into the gallery or 
paint paint them into a corner. I don't know whatever cliche you want to use. How do you how do you continue? Because I mean, you know, the economy goes up, the economy goes down, and you're right. you're they're still there, and you're still here, which is quite an accomplishment to be a small business and still be going after fifty years. Well, we have seen a lot of changes, and I do remember initially. Um, because of the initial place we were in, I would hear people say, this isn't going to be here very long. And um, and I don't know exactly what we did, except the people were so receptive to our work and they wanted to learn. And I did, uh, and I really encourage young people coming. But over the years, we've gone from downtown Vicksburg to from two lanes then they tried one lane, they tried no lanes, and we have just persevered. And And then where we are now, for the first time, we have windows and we can see the outside. But we just, I, I don't know why people keep coming except because it's such an unusual experience. It's atypical for sure. And the most important thing is welcoming the people and having them have a relationship with the art and the artist. We want to bring the two together because I feel like it's really important. Well, it sounds like that you have figured out that the number one rule of retail is to create an experience. Uh, yes. Yeah. And um, and I think what really makes me, pleases me, is that when people come, they say, now I feel like going home and doing art. And, um, and so it gives them an incentive to do art, and I think that accomplishes a lot, too, in it, why we're there. It's time for our next break, and but don't go far. We've got more with Leslie Silver, and if you'd like to ask a question or have a comment for our guests, the number is 877-MPB-RING. That is 877-672-7464. So stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Good morning. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Uh, today, we got a great guest. I've really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you have, too. Leslie Silver is in the studio with us. She is the owner of the Attic Gallery, which is Mississippi's oldest art gallery. And if you'd like to be part of the show, well, you know what? It's your show, too. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Leslie, I've really... Um, I just love how you operate and the way you've talked about, you know, that you just try things and you just kind of experiment. And I loved your art parade when you moved from your old location to your new location. I thought that was really nice, too. Let me ask you this question real quick, and I probably should have slipped it in the last segment. But why do you think the art, the attic gallery is so important to Vicksburg and then to also to Mississippi, too? Well, we've been fortunate in that people come to us from different states 
and they they become so comfortable there, and they like it so much, they come back to Vicksburg, yeah, and they come back to the state, and it makes them view the state differently. Yeah, when they see that we know what we're talking about, that we understand art, right. and that we want to share it, and and they end up just being very positive. And in fact, during COVID, I had phone calls from so many states of people saying, we just want you to always be there. Oh. So we will want to do business with you. And we'll, you just pick something out, take a picture of it, and we'll send it to someone. Really? And they were they were just amazing. And it just filled me with um, hope. Yeah. No, that is nice. And like I said, the greatest way to break down stereotypes is travel and for people to come visit and so forth. And, you know, you obviously there is a lot of tourism that comes in Vicksburg. You have the, the park there, which is one of the most popular national battlefields in the country. And it's you got I-20 come right through there, so so forth. So you get a lot of out-of-town people, too, and they're here for the blues as well and for our music history, too. Well, the boats have started coming back, and that has really been important to us. Initially, they kept them sort of cloistered together, and now they've set them free mm-hmm. to look at Vicksburg and walk on the sidewalk. And we, the people that we connect with are people who really want to see what the South is about, and, and they take home art, and they mm-hmm. take home a little bit of us, and then they come back to us. Great. We have some callers that want to ask you some questions. So first on the line is Roger from Vicksburg. Roger, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, yes, I have a question. Uh, sure. Do you carry any of Martha Ferris's art in your art gallery? The answer is yes. Oh, okay. Is, that, 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 and we're going to have I more because I, I just um, just uh, texted her about four days ago, and she said she's doing some things, and then she's going to send us some things. But we do. Well, that's, that's good. Then I know Martha real well, done a lot of work for her and her parents and all, even done some when she's done or has a gallery in New York. I've done a lot of shadow boxes for her. Oh, good. Well, she's really special. And I know she's living in New York, but I sure wish she was here with us. And <laughs> yes, she ma'am. is. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. We have Leonard in Vicksburg as well. Hey, Leonard, thank you for calling the show, hey, and great. thank you for listening. Hello. Hello, Leslie. Hello. This is Leonard Banks. Hi, Leonard. Okay. Uh, good to hear you on the show, really. Well, okay, I have a, it's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look here, Leslie. Yes. I have a friend of mine mm-hmm. who is an artist. He's yes. He's a former military, career military. His name is Arthur. Mm-hmm. And he gave, I just recently uh, rebuilt the house. My house, okay? Yes. On the same piece of land. He gave me a piece of art, okay? Uh, It appears to me to be very good. However, Mm -hmm. is it possible you could look at his art? Uh, I could bring you a piece by or two to see what you think, to see whether or not you could assist him in any way. I would be happy to, yeah. Just oh. wait till I get to Vicksburg. It's easier to see. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, but I'd be okay. happy to. Okay, thank you, thank, Leslie. You're welcome. Thank you so much for your call. We have Daryl and Raymond. Daryl, what's your question or comment? Uh, yes, I just wanted to make a comment. Uh, 
my uh, mom, Susie Bishop, uh, lives in Utica, oh. and uh, she's been a collector from the early 60s. And I, I uh, work in Vicksburg, and I stumbled up on the attic gallery. I said, hey, Mom, I found this great gallery in Vicksburg. And she came over and met Leslie, and they've been friends and doing stuff ever since. How are you doing today, Leslie? Well, I've been, been wondering, I've been wondering <laughs> about where she is and how she was. So I love hearing your voice, and you're telling me this. Thanks. Well, great. We'll have to come back and see you. It was a really great experience uh, ever since we met you back in the early 80s, and we appreciate everything you're doing for us. She's a special lady. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, you're, Wayne, you're lighting up the phones today. What? Leslie, you're doing great. I pre- this, is, this has been fun so far. Well, we have Glenn from Alabama who is listening in, who's got a question for you or comment. Welcome, Glenn. What's, what is your question and comment? I'm from Birmingham to Vicksburg. And I hear the voice of one of my best friends, and I am just thrilled. Leslie has taught me so much. I'm thrilled to have you in our lives, so, and I can't wait for you to get there so I can see you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call. That's always a nice nice that's sweet. call yeah. as well. So, um, wow, as well. That, that's great. We have one more caller. Becky, thank you so much. I appreciate my uh I had it kind of partially written down, and I didn't have it totally. Thank you for calling. What's your question or comment? Well, I just have a comment. Um, I recently lost my my um, my better half, and I had a lot of art um, that belonged to Myra Green oh. and to uh, Lynn Green Root. And um, I also have some African-American art that they probably collected that are block prints. And I'm trying to, what I call, declutter the hoard. And I saved a lot of things from the garage. And um, I was just wondering, how do I go about I talked to Mackenzie because I'm in creative healing uh, at the museum. I'm a cancer patient. And um, she said that I need to talk to the curator or someone to come by and take a look at what I've got. I've got all of Lynn's pieces she did was from a child and so I was wondering how do you go about getting somebody to come and see look at the at what I've got have you called the Mississippi Museum of Art I have been there like I said I belong yeah. to the healing arts right. um there. and I've talked to Mackenzie but she said that um it would have to be somebody uh I guess that's the curator of the museum um, to, uh, in, in case they want a, a donation for, a, a, you know, their exhibit or, you know, just want to help me identify um, who this African artist is. I believe he was a professor at Jackson State. Um, I can't think of his name, but he had it's some beautiful stuff. I mean, uh, block print. Um, items that he did. One was uh, from 1937. Wow. And so, um, can I email you? Or um... Oh, you can always email me. Um, and you have some good artists. It's just finding the right person, and I'm not sure how, uh, but I'll be glad to help you. Um, okay. Do you, Great. Do I give her my email? Yeah, you, you can. You want my, yeah, you can my email is uh, atticgal at aol.com. Okay, Attic Gal, A-T-T-I-C. A-T-T-I-C-G-A-L at AOL.com, yeah. Okay, great. I'll, I'll send that over. And, um, you know, I'm a big uh, advocate of art in Jackson, Mississippi, and I think we have a lot, we have had a lot of talented artists uh, come and go and stay, and some stay, but um, 
I'm just I'm impressed with what we get to see in the way of exhibits. But Dusty Blanchet, I think it was exhibit, a great show. It was wonderful. And that was put on yeah. by Myra and uh, Lynn. Yeah, they, you know that yeah. they funded that. So, um, and I'm in touch with their cousins in North Carolina, Louise and, and Greer Sullivan too. So I try to keep in touch with. Oh, I know Greer. Gone, yeah. Yeah, who's yeah. moved away. She's in Little Rock now. She's getting she closer. Yes, she, yeah. she comes by to visit. So, but anyway, um, thank you so much for your time and your show, and uh, appreciate art. It's healing. Well, come visit. And we appreciate you, Becky. Thank you. Great call. And, you know, that is, she touched on something that I've discovered in the quarter century I've been here. Half the time your gallery's been open, I might add. Um, that the artist community here is is incredible. It really is. It's very special. It's very open. Um, I've gotten to know several artists, obviously. And I admire all of them, not only as artists, but as people, too. It's just, it seems to be a very close-knit community here. Oh, I th- I think so, and I think most people support other artists, yes. which is not always the case. <laughs> That's true. There's usually a little bit of uh, backbiting and you know, backstabbing. Right, but I think they form together so they have some strength so they can show because having places to exhibit your art is difficult, yeah. and our problem is we only have so many inches on our floor, and we have them all covered, and... I just wish I had more space so I could show more artists. Well, since that space is so valuable, how do you make that decision on what goes in? Because I know that's the number one rule of retail, obviously. It's going to have to sell I'm or it's not, not going to be there. I'm not always safe. In fact, I'm never safe yeah. because people have told me this is what sells. Well, what sells does not uh, pertain to how we get the art. It's right. what talks to us and the narrative and what communicates with us and how important it is and and those come through because they outshine the others in my eyes. But I think that's why you've existed for 50 years is because you're someplace a little bit more than just a place to go buy art. And that's what we want to be. We want a place for you to stay, to be around it, to to ask yourself why you like it or why you don't. And you can learn a lot about yourself by Definitely. looking at art. You've struggled over the last year and a half. You had to make changes like every other small business. Uh, COVID threw a huge wrench in everybody's lives, uh, yours particularly. And I have noticed online that you've figured out some really nice ways of adapting. But just tell the listeners a little bit how you did adapt over the last year and a half. Well, I think it was just about two weeks that I didn't go to the gallery. Yeah. Because the phone rang so much from these other people. And and what was our main thing was texting. We would take images of, uh, of our art and send it out to people. And we would keep that um, that narrative going with them because it was important for them to know that artists were still doing art. Yeah. And um, I I don't know if I can comment, but the, the gentleman who called about his his mother, Miss Bishop. Miss mm-hmm. Bishop used to come to the gallery. She made it up those steps. She was an older woman. She would buy art, and there was no place in her house for art. She put it under the bed, and she'd pull it out and look at it. Because she cared so much about it. Wow. And she never hung it. She just kept it under the bed. That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, you, I note, yeah, we're. I tell you what, why don't we just go ahead and we're going to take a quick break real quick. You're listening to Now You're Talking. This is MPB Think Radio. Um, our guest today, of course, is Leslie Silver, and we'll continue that conversation. If you want to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. It's your show, too. The number is 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. So stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. 
Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. You're listening to Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I am the editor-at-large and cartoonist at Mississippi Today. Today, our guest has been Leslie Silver, owner of the Attic Gallery. It's Mississippi's oldest art gallery. It's about to celebrate its golden anniversary coming up in October. If you have a question or comment for us, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, as I mentioned just a half second ago, um, you've probably already ordered the cake um, for the for the golden anniversary on that. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you ever yeah. think you'd be in this business for 50 years? No, or two years. You <laughs> two know, years. you yeah. don't think about it, and you just walk down the steps or up the steps, depending on where you live, and and the next day comes, and then you turn around three times, and it's 50 years. So it's... Uh, and what we want to really do for our 50th is honor our artists that are living and yeah. dead and have passed. And we are going to do a memorial wall oh. and put art up of the people who have died, and then we're going to put their story. So we'll take art from from the gallery and put it somewhere else because I really think it's important to honor these people. And then we're going to try, we're going to get 50 artists, and we're going to have one piece each. We're going to put them in our living room, and we're going to open the doors to everyone, and we want to honor our, our artists that have really made the journey from the 70s all the way along the way and how it's changed. So we're just going to try to bring as many people together. And the first night we're calling it a reunion, and the second night it's all about art. Can you tell us about a couple of those artists who have been very special to you and your, your gallery for the last 50 years? I'm going to be here hours. Um <laughs> Uh, initially, and I don't know if people know it, there was a, a couple, Dale Rayburn, and he uh, was from the coast, and he got his undergraduate at Southern. He got his master's at Ole Miss, and then he met a woman, Mamie Joe, who was from Cleveland, Mississippi. They got married, and off they went to Georgia. But we have carried their work since 1972, and they still are doing artwork, and they have made their whole livelihood on their art and um so we'll have their pieces their new pieces and then we will have folk art artists that have been with us they came in the 80s and we will have um people like Kenneth Humphrey who was once homeless and we'll have so it's I think it's just coming together and the hard part is it's got to be one piece because we can't have two pieces because we don't have enough room but um We've had so many great artists. Ron Lindsay, who's from Clinton, Martha Ferris. Um, and we've had taught as well as self-taught artists. And we give them the same room on the uh, on the wall as we did, <coughs> excuse me, do, as we do other artists because what we consider their work is art. And, and we're just going to try to showcase as many artists as we can. And I'm forgetting 
hundreds of names because of this microphone. But anyway. It, do, it uh, has that habit of having, <laughs> It makes things like that happen. Trust but me. you can come to the gallery and I'll yeah. tell you about it. Yeah. You know, I was just sitting here thinking I, mm-hmm. I need to call up Mayor Flags or call up somebody over in uh, Vicksburg and see if I can borrow the convention center for you so you can get all the artwork up there. You could probably we use the lo- space. We would love to. Of course, we can do that. Yeah. And we want people in an intimate space, really. Well, I know that's the true. COVID, yeah. but you want people to interact and to discuss it and learn from it. So it's just important. What have you learned about yourself during this whole process? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, first of all, I did not do art initially because my mother did art, and her <laughs> art was so good, so I stayed away from art. Yeah. And I undercover artist, except it wasn't art. And I've tried things. Um Maybe it teaches you you can do things and you can see things that you don't normally see. Yeah. And um, I think I've learned mostly from the artists and the people who come up because you learn about yourself from just conversations with other people. And that those those narratives become part of, of who you are, and then that comes out with art. We have so. Vicki from Bay St. Louis on the line who's got a question or comment. Hello, Vicki. What's your question or comment? Well, my comment is congratulations, Leslie. I had no idea it was 50 years. And uh, I wanted to thank Leslie from uh, the point of view of the artist because she supported so, so many artists over the years. And it's, you know, a lot of people, you know, enjoy her and her vision and everything. And But she's such a sweet person, and I, I love her to death. You know what, Vicki, I just met you, but you and I agree 100%. She is a very sweet person. She's awesome. Thank you, Vicki. Well, congratulations. Uh, It's wonderful. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. Um, Would you trade this for anything, or if you feel like that this has been your calling? I think that I didn't know who I was, and art raised me. Yeah. So no telling who I would have been, uh uh-oh, without it, but... um, I do think it's my calling, and I didn't realize that till later. I thought this is what I'm supposed to be doing because the people are so important, and the artists need people to represent them and have a voice for them. What advice would you give a small business person listening to this show? It, well, to me, it's about the people and, um, and and just always being honest with everyone, and it'll come to you, and, and you'll find out about what you like and who you are. How do you, how do you find new artists? Well, being that I've been around so long, <laughs> we have many artists who call us on the phone. And like I said to you before, <clears throat> I hate turning artists down. I will look at their work. I'm always happy to look at their work. But we don't have room for everyone. Yeah. So um, having a gallery, you just have to stick with it. And if you believe in it, I think... Other people will believe in it, too, because those feelings will come across. You mentioned all the cool things that you're going to be doing to celebrate the 50th. When does this begin? When does it begin? Yeah, when does, the, when does well, it kick I, off? Probably October 1st. And But what we're going to do is people have have been really nice and offered a space to have certain uh, things going on. And and one woman who called in today, she's opened her, is opening her house so people can see how art lives in your house, what it does for you and what it does for the people who come in. And we're going to um, have a couple places there. And then I thought about that I haven't done yet, but I would like to put a, an easel in most of the um, bu- 
uh, the buildings along Washington Street and put a piece of art in there. Oh, that's a great with idea. information so people can see art everywhere they go. So the downtown would just become a gallery in a way. Do you and the other downtown <clears throat> business owners all seem to get along and work well together? I'm, yes, when I get up early enough to go to those meetings. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I think it, I'm very comfortable down there, and I'm yeah. comfortable, and I'm yeah, and I'm glad that everyone's down there. Well, real quickly, tell folks how they can check out your gallery. Where's I mean, you've got a website, obviously, and they can find you. Um, well, go go to the Attic Gallery, um, and the, the Attic Gallery oh, here, uh, Vicksburg.com is going to talk about our new work, and then just call us on the phone, and we'll t- we'll do anything we can. We'll call you back. We'll take photos. We'll come to your house or whatever, and um, and just come over. What we would like is people just to come to the gallery. We don't. We're not interested if you buy something of course the artists are but we want you to have the experience of being around that much art because it tells you more about you than you realize quickly what's next for you shucks um (laughs) (laughs) that i don't know and yeah that's okay and that's a good thing yeah because it's hard to it's hard to believe that it's been 50 years and and it's it's a sort of a mark and Yes, so I have to think about it. I have been so thrilled to get to meet you today. Thank you for coming in and joining us. Thank you for having me and bringing Vicksburg over here. All right. Well, we've come to the end of another great show. I want to thank our guest, Leslie Silver, owner of the Attic Gallery. It's Mississippi's oldest art gallery at 50 years old, for sharing her story with us today. If you'd like to hear this show again or any past episodes, you can listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. Now You're Talking is a production of MPB Think Radio and is produced by Michelle McAdoo. So stay tuned for Southern Remedy, Healthy and Fit with Josie Bidwell. And join us next Monday at 10 a.m. for more great conversations on MPB Think Radio. Y'all have a great week.